With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Juan Gabriel, Juan Gis, Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota, Christina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story from rags to riches and all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. 
Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. That it does. We are in the air everywhere. You name it. The power of podcasting, the global reach. And we are glad you have chosen to spend another weekend with the fifth hour with Ben Maller and uh, somebody else. I forget who. Because four hours are not enough. Eight days a week. And as you already know, because you found us, you can find the podcast on the iHeart Podcast Network and available wherever you get your podcast. People send me messages every once in a while and say, hey, uh, you know, what about the podcast on Fox? This is this is not on Fox Sports Radio. This is not a Fox Sports Radio podcast. It is an iHeart podcast, but it is a spinoff of the Ben Maller radio show. And for better or worse, we are joined from west of the 405 by David Gascon. <laughs> It's a, I don't know. I don't know if that's accurate to say. I don't know if it's a spinoff or an upgrade of the well, overnight weekly show. Upgrade. I would yeah. be an upgrade. Nobody thinks it's an upgrade. Upgrade. Other than other than you. Upgrade I, in life, in age, life. In talent, in voice, wow. and enthusiasm. Snob appeal. I get that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know if uh, I can get real away with snob. Highbrow. You can you can do that. I uh, could do that. The upper un, up. Unsavory braggart. You yeah. can put that in there. Persnickety. Uh, that's also that's a word good. you could use. Persnickety is a good word. Yes. It's a fun word. It's an unused word. It's a good snipe word. Like you know, it's fun. Like hornswoggle is a good word. Flummoxed is a good word. These are the words I need to use more. I try to work them into my lexicon. You know what? But you, I need, need to use them more. You know what you don't use for anger. You don't use livid at all. I haven't heard you say livid in a long time. No, I do not usually use livid. I use enraged. Yeah. Infuriated. That's good. Uh, that's that's one that I've used a lot. Uh, pissed off, obviously. Everyone uses that one. Uh, I like, you know what's good is on the warpath. Yeah. That paints, that paints a good visual. That, I like that. That makes me uh, go back to my glory days of Nintendo 64 with Donkey Kong or something like that. <laughs> you, were, you were on the you were on the warpath. On the warpath, you, yeah. Right, here's another one: a vortex of outrage. <laughs> That's a good one. It's a solid, solid way to is, describe is, something. Is that what you would describe the um, the beat and and national reporters for the LA Times? Oh, are, you, are you referring to the Justin Turner story yes. a few days back? Uh, yeah. Well, listen, we often, I work in, I guess we work in media, right? I think yeah. this is media, kind of, it's radio. It's not really, it's not the uh, the normal normal media. But uh, yeah, I've never been a big fan of the panic peddlers. Uh, and this was tremendous, man. Chicken Little running around, ringing the bell. Yeah. Oh my God, Justin Turner. The, the the merchant of doom 
it's so so ridiculous. And I, I didn't know the other people were doing having these debates about, oh my God, this is the worst thing in the world, and all this stuff. And yeah. Turner needs to be suspended. And oh, just stop. Just stop. The guy, if, if, no one's going to die from this, number one. That's the most important thing. Number two, what, what are we doing here? He was uh, he was around all those guys. It's not like there's a light switch, as I said on the on the radio the other day. It's not like a light switch where you all of a sudden, well, now, now if he stays away, everything's good. He was around those guys for days before he finally tested positive. So stop. Yeah, and if that's the case, would you have kept – you would have kept fellow – raise uh, players off a flight to go back home to Tampa, you probably would have kept the entire umpiring crew away yeah. from boarding a plane and going home. Well, exactly. I mean, that's the thing. They, because they, they claim it takes a while for this thing to settle in and it can take you know, 10 days. Usually it's within a five-day period, but it could take 10, 14 days or whatever. Right. So, yeah, they seemed like they were they were flying when they were flying back. And, uh, you know. The world will go on. I think this will this will be all right. But it made for some great. They must get tremendous ratings here. Yeah. With this, you know, if it bleeds, it leads stuff, and uh, the, you know, the more lure, lurid the story, the better the ratings are going to be. And yeah. So there you go. Yeah, th- my favorite is not reading the article, but reading the comments or reading the comments to the tweet from said publication. Like those are the best. Oh well, it's it's great because it's a lot of uh, hacks, media hacks, making it all about them. Yeah. You know about their emotions and how they were affected by Justin Turner's actions. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's very amusing. It is. It's good, but that's the world we live in now. And as we're dating, you've got to, no, you've got to, you got to make it all. It's make it all about you. Play the victim card, right? It's a whole cottage industry there. It's bewildering, but it, there's no end. It's it's that twisted logic that is going on but it's the way of the world but who's guilty about this like think about this for a second because you get you get journalists and reporters and hosts on both sides but they're clearly advocates for something or someone who's guilty of that the most though is it the people writing their checks or is the is the way that the media is now where people can be on a television at any given time and gain that celebrity status immediately uh, it's like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, though the media like they hire people that come from the same background, uh, educational-wise, and they they you know, they don't know for sure, but they have a pretty good idea of their leanings on different issues, and so they hire these people, and then you know they're from all different backgrounds, but they have the same uh, beliefs system, so it ends up in the situation we're in. But uh, anyway, so normally on on our Friday podcast. Uh, we have a conversation, some old radio friend that I've known over the years or a political pundit or whoever we can get on, uh, we'll put on. We've had athletes on. Yeah. Uh, this week, though, we decided not to do that because we would like to use our allotted time a little bit differently. I don't know if you know this, but next week is going to be a crazy week in American history. <laughs> Because on Tuesday, and it probably won't be decided on Tuesday, but there's a little presidential election, and uh, and then it'll, it'll take a, a day or two or three or four, who the hell knows, but that is going to be the number one story, and so I thought we would try to decode it, Yeah. and uh, there's a couple things we're going to do here on this podcast. Okay. The first thing we're going to do is give the Maller Handbook to, to, to Voting. Okay. The Maller Handbook to Voting. And then the second thing we're going to do is we're going to try to decipher... Um, the gambling odds, because when you look at 
the you know the election people are on one side or the other right you know people uh obviously it's split pretty close to down the middle in the country where you got half republicans half democrats and all that stuff so the the thing about gambling here is this is actually something that can bring us all together right this this is now you can laugh but this is something uh, the common goal of making money Right. Politics are known to divide people. And the cliche is you're not supposed to talk about them when you're at Thanksgiving dinner or uh, you're hanging out with your loved ones over any of the holidays. But if you can make money, I mean, if you're a Democrat and you can make a couple of bucks, you bet on Trump to win a state that you're you know, he's all but guaranteed to win. Why would you not do that? And if you're even if you're Republican you know, you think Joe Biden's going to lose California? I mean, that's easy money right there. You put a bet down, bam, you win a couple of bucks. Um, so we're going to hammer that. So th- that's what's on the agenda. And anything else that pops up? Is that is that okay, Gascon? Yeah, I'm, I'm, the- I'm really curious about the Maller School of, of Voting. All right, so the Maller School of Voting is pretty simple. I, I've, I learned this years ago. Now, I'm the only one in the, the entire state that I live in that does this. But th- essentially, there's so many propositions and nobody really has the time to go through all of them unless you're like a retired person and yeah. then you have the time to go through all the, all the propositions. So what I do, my move is, does this increase taxes? If in any way there's a tax increase, no. My default position on all, prop, all, all propositions is no, 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 no. Now, lately, uh, I have added another thing just in California here where I live. And uh, I, re- I really want to thank the, the people spending money on advertising here, because what I have noticed is when I see a commercial and, um, you know, so-and-so proposition is endorsed by Gavin Newsom, that's a no. I, 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 even if it's not involving tax, that's a no. Uh, so anything he does. So that's that's it. And as far as the political things, uh, you know, you don't have to. I think one of the, the big things here is you don't it's a test. You don't have to answer all the questions. Like, people think you have to fill out every part of the ballot or the ballot's not complete. Some people think that. I don't know why. It says on the ballot. You don't have to. But, um, you know, if, if you don't have any clue and you think you, know, you, you didn't study up, then don't, don't you don't have to vote. I mean, you don't have to fill out every part of the ballot is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So that's pretty much the basics there when it comes to the propositions. Anything involving taxes, no. They got enough of my money. Reallocate the money. Find a way to spend the money better. You got enough of it. You don't need any more of it. And uh, and, and there's also just a general belief here, which a lot of, a lot of people, <laughs> the uneducated, apparently don't understand. There is no such thing as a free lunch. Uh, like if, you know, all these people, free education, free, you know, medicine, somebody's going to pay for it. Free healthcare. <laughs> free, yeah, exactly. That's one. Yeah. Healthcare, Medicaid, but someone's going to pay for it. And so stop. And the person's going to pay for it in one way or another is you. Yeah. So, you know, but it, it's that, that magic trick where you can convince stupid people. Well, no, you're going to get it for free. You're not going to, but no, they're going to get that money out of you one way or another. Mm. So you just, you won't realize what's going on and you'll think you're getting something. It's like anything. No business gives crap away for free without the thinking that they're going to get something in return for it. Yeah. Right. It's, it's beautiful in the sense nowadays too, which people don't realize it or see it until it hits them upside the face. And I'll give you a, a perfect example of this. I had um, I had surgery a couple years ago to fix a deviated septum. 
And Ben, when it came time to pay the Pied Piper, yeah, I had four different bills from four different parties. Uh, an anesthesiologist, a surgeon, the regular doctor that operated on me, and then also the hospital. No, all yeah. getting their cut one different way or another, as opposed to like the old school days when they would just bill you right through the hospital. But now it's like the doctors are having to pay to use the hospital for their surgery. So now they have to take it out of you in order to get compensated for what they're doing in said hospital and operating room. So there, it's kind of like when you, uh, you go to the barber shop. A lot of these barber shops they rent out the chairs, chairs. of the barber shop. Yes. And, uh, okay. All right. So it's the same. Yeah, I, I remember my mom. You know, may she rest in peace. Was sick and she was in the hospital a lot with different things. And uh, you'd get the the check. They just keep coming in like the little these checks one by one for different different tests that were done and different crap that was done. Um, it's pretty. Pretty crazy. And then the other thing is obviously the, the, the um, I don't know, is it exploitation, the taking advantage of the insurance? Not yeah. that anybody has, not that anyone has uh, sympathy or empathy for you know, big time major insurance companies, right? These are big, uh, monstrous operations. But, you know, when you charge, the hospital charges uh, $500 for the Tylenol pill because <laughs> they can and they know the insurance will pay it. Uh, sketchy yeah it's it's a little sketchy it's a trillion dollar industry and i'll I'll put it this way ben is that doctors are there to to fix you they're not there to help you get better you know if that was the case in medical school they would teach all these guys about nutrition and they fucking don't and we're suckers well, well, yeah, it's like the, well, that's the whole like, conspiracy. You want to go deep state Illuminati conspiracy that, uh, you know, if if they did have a cure for cancer, would they release it like a, a general cure? Because, yeah. see, the problem with cancer is like a million different kinds of cancers. But if they found a magic placebo, would they release it? Because a lot of money is generated uh, from people that have to get chemotherapy and have to have treatments and all that stuff. And. Um, now I, I think they would, and I'll tell you why the Maller theory, my, my working theory on this is they would, if they found a magic cure for cancer, they would, there'd just be another illness that would pop up that would replace it. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they'd move the goalposts a little bit and they'd be like, all right, well, there's no more cancer. Hallelujah. But we'll, uh, we'll figure something else out here. And then we're, we're good to go. We, as long as we have a big illness that'll take down a certain percentage of the population and keep them in the hospital, we're good to go. Well, we got a lot. We got diabetes. We got yeah. heart attacks. We got Alzheimer's, dementia, obviously. Um, you know, people, you know, dying. Oh, of- there's a there's a ton of ways to, to get sick and, and die. And we're all going to choose one of them eventually. Yeah. If we're lucky enough to live long enough to have one of those take us out and not die suddenly. So, yeah. Yeah. That's good. good. Times. I, I'd be curious, though. Yeah. I mean, you know, because a lot of this stuff, too, don't forget, these guys have heavy, heavy money involved in, in stocks. And and all these, yeah, yeah, they have a financial incentive to keep certain things going yeah. the way they are. But then the flip side of that is there's also people that invest, uh, and I, I I won't reveal any names here. I will not. I will protect the guilty. But who invest in medical companies like this whole Corona thing, yeah. like this COVID nineteen? There are people gambling right now on the stock market yeah. that they will bet on the medical company that comes up with the 
the uh, the vaccine, uh, and then they get the deal, and you know every country buys a you know t- gazillion of these vaccine things, and then they make all the money, and their profits go through the roof, and the stock goes up, and then whoever invested in that makes a ton of money. So it, it does work the other way too. Yes, yes. it does cut the. You wouldn't be one of those people, would you? Guess I, I, I am one of those people. Yeah, but they they say like don't. Don't work for the company that you want to be in bed with. Invest in the company that you want to be in bed with, and that's what I'm trying to do. But, you know, like we, you know, a lot of companies nowadays, especially here in the world of COVID, they've pulled back on their 401k contributions. So I have, in turn, decided to not put money into my 401k and invest it on my own accord. And so that's been doing homework and... Yeah, bullshitting with you about certain stocks and other. Oh, it was great back in the the old days. We had like matched the the four hundred one k was fifty fifty. Oh my god, that 50, was fifty fifty. It was fifty fifty. Whatever you a dollar you put in, they give you an extra dollar. No, it well, was great. What was it capped at? <laughs> uh. I don't I don't remember but I it only it didn't last that it was only the first couple of years I got in a radio oh. but uh, yeah it's it's gone the other way <laughs> <laughs> no but I, I listen I I have a guy uh, I I used Blind Scott for a while that didn't work out so well I had another guy that didn't work out so well but the the guy I got now is pretty good he's, good. Uh, he's pretty good he's pretty sharp kind of uh, an advisor who pays attention I pay attention a little bit but uh, you know you don't want to. You're playing with real money here. Yeah, it's kind of like it's gambling. It exactly. It's which which makes it all the more maddening that you can't actually or you couldn't up until recently gamble on sports in so many states. But betting on a penny stock becoming a a big time player on Wall Street (laughs) that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. Of course, what I when I did with Blind Scott is he gave me the one weed company that that sucked and couldn't sell weed, and so that was like a good stock that became a penny stock oh boy yeah it went the other way uh, but then i get emails every once in a while from from blind scott my guy in boston who tells me how much money he just made by some investment and i shake my head every time i say well you schmuck you schmuck you did not give me that advice how dare you look, you did not give me that advice but see the the old the old advice that that warren buffett gave back in the days he says don't don't invest in in many stocks only invest in a handful of them, and that'll take you to where you want to go. Like, you know, it's a gamble. You don't want to bet on every single game in the NFL. You want to bet yeah. on, like, two or three that you feel the best about. It's called discipline. It right? is. Right? Money management and discipline, which is the reason, the main reason. People think the reason that gamblers don't win on sports is because of, you know, it's, so, it's too hard and all that stuff. Yeah. It is difficult, but the number one reason I've heard from people who work in that industry, the gambling industry, the number one thing is there's no self-control. Right. I'm in Vegas. I got to bet on a game. There's only one game left. I'm going to bet on it. Yeah. Even if it's a shit bet and it's it's a terrible bet, you still bet on it because you're there. You want to have a little action. I'll never forget the the grandma in front of me at the sports book window who bet 
I think it was like ten grand, if I remember correctly. Uh, I know the number changes every time because I, <laughs> I was so stuck. But she bet thousands of dollars on the Saints to win the Super Bowl a year they did not win the Super Bowl <laughs> because she was from Louisiana and she was you know from the hill, you know the, the land of the Bayou and she wanted to bet on her Saints and she did and uh, you know thousands of dollars be just because you know it's not that's not good money management. It's not. And and, and the other thing also, which is I, I bring this up. A lot, and, and I apologize if you've already heard it a million times. Bad job by me, uh, but the sports books and the the people running the gambling websites. Anytime somebody hits like a seven team parlay, they love to tweet that out. They love to promote that. Why would they promote that? Because that's they're losing money on that. No, they know for that one guy that makes twenty thousand or fifty thousand dollars on a seventeen parlay, that they will make their money back in spades on other people. That it's a sucker bet. They yeah. bet the parlays, and so they know. Hey, let me put this out there. And I like the stories too. It's great to see somebody who you know bets seven random games and hits them all and wins a bunch of money. But I know <laughs> that you know, for Joe Blow, that ain't gonna happen. Right, and so. Anyway, I got sidetracked on. I started with my political analysis on how to how to vote, and we morphed into that. But do you have any tips, Gascons, west of the four hundred five tips? Anything that involves tax increase? Yes, 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 yes. Is that the Gascon strategy? I um. So the the tax strategy, like you you actually mentioned it, you hit the nail right on the head. Is that you look for retired people that have time to break this down and and talk about it. Um, I have two friends. Um, both of their parents actually moved out of California because of said taxes and have moved to states like Idaho and Utah, but they're all in, in tune with what's going on politically in, in the state of California. And then also the chief, I had my dad also go through this stuff with me too. And so all three people, Ben, I kid you not, came to the same conclusion on the prop bets here in California. Uh No, across the board. Good. Except yes on 20 and 22. I know. For those, we have a lot of listeners in California. So walk through why 20 and 22 need to be a yes. All right. So I got I to gotta pull this bad boy up because I All had, right. I had a, a lot of them that were we're tied to is this the things. is this the one with the property taxes is somehow related to that or no yeah so 22 has to do with the contracted employers and the employees so if you do recall like uber and lyft and yeah, I, I yeah. think this extend to like doordash and some of those companies oh okay so this is the one where uh, yeah okay so th- th- they want to get rid of that Yes. Or make it more more expensive uh, in, in California. Right? Well, what they want to do is they want to end independent contractors, and in doing so, that would force employers to hire these people as wage earners, and, and that wouldn't happen. So uh, basically, independent contractors would be put out out of work by this um, due to the fact. okay. Yeah. So yes would be actually the good thing, and not no. Are you, okay, yeah. So you vote yes on that. All right. I'm going to write this down, I guess. I haven't voted yet, so I can write I, I texted down. you a, a link to all this stuff, a little cheat sheet, if you will. I don't. I, oh, did you? Yeah. I must not have seen. When did you do that? Like seconds ago when people were Oh, you just did? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't I was sending you stories about people we used to work with who've been accused of crimes. I don't know. What, I, don't know. <laughs> I wasn't looking at what you were sending me. Well, 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 Why you look at that, Prop 20, and basically what it says, it's a, it's a measure that repairs... 
some of the damages by our former governor, Jerry Brown, uh, the laws that he made California a little bit less safe. Um, it increases penalties for, for theft and fraud crimes that Jerry Brown had reduced to like misdemeanors and requires convicts to submit a DNA for the state and federal data databases. Uh, it also restores the ability of a parolee board to keep uh, prisoners behind bars that they deem dangerous. So that uh, that is what we're doing, increasing the law and safety here in the state and decreasing some of the more dangerous uh, crimes here in, in the uh yeah. What? Could they have a few more propositions, at least here in California where we live? I mean, my God. I mean, really? Yeah. I, I mean, mean number, if, I mean, <laughs> the one that jumped out to me the most was Prop 25. And for those that don't know, it's a catch and release, no cash bail. Oh, yeah. Well, like, go you know, to, that's going to pass. It's California, man. It's to, California. They're gonna, That's going to pass. Yeah. They're gonna, I mean, geez. if you remember the summertime, you can remember what happened in New York. Like people in New York, that was your catch and release. Throwing Molotov cocktails in the morning, getting arrested, and throwing them again at night. Yeah, you had yeah. An, you had an attorney, a young female, an attorney threw a Molotov cocktail at a cop, and she got arrested along with her boyfriend. They both got out within twenty four hours. Like, can you think about? It? Can you imagine? <laughs> I, I, like, I know people don't want to think about this, but could you imagine throwing a Molotov cocktail at someone in law enforcement in China? Like you wouldn't be thrown behind bars, you'd be thrown into into the, gula- the abyss, the gulag, or the ground. Actually, is where you'd be thrown. Yeah. And be, uh, bang, bang, you're dead. I think would be the way yeah. the way that would go. All right, well, good uh, news there. And you want to go over the propositions in New York or Ohio or Texas or just well, this? Well, we live in California, yeah. so we'll be a West Coast bias we, man. We should get it from your brothers then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, well, I know my my brother in Wisconsin will, will vote the opposite of I'm vote when I'm voting, so I know that. And then uh, I don't know what my brother in New York's got going on, but uh, there, you, there you go. Although I do know my brother in New York, uh, who's lived in in New York since the early '90s. Yeah. Uh, not a big fan of Mayor De Blasio. Yeah. Not a big fan of the way New York City is going here in recent years, right into the shithole. Yeah. Uh, so not uh, not a big rah rah guy. So are you ready to do some gambling here? Are you ready? This is going to be this going to be a tradition every four years. God forbid we're still doing this in four <laughs> years. Uh, I used to do this on the radio, Gascon. So I want you to know this is a bit that I used to do on the radio. All right. And when I did it before, even though politics have always been obviously uh, fiery and all that, it never was that over the top like it is now. Yeah, this is flammable. This is... Yeah, it's a highly flammable material. But we're going to do it anyway. And again, we believe, you know, talk about politics. People say they divide us. But even if you're a Democrat and you you think we're just a couple of Republican bozos or whatever, listen... We can all make money. I'm willing to bet on on bets that go towards the Democrats yes. if I know it's a sure thing. I'm not. Uh-huh. I'm in it to win it. Yeah. Okay. We can have the common goal. Let's all unite as people, every man, woman, and child, and make money. Right. Make money. And if you live in a state that allows you to bet on this stuff, take advantage of it. Right. Take advantage of it. There, there's not a lot of sure things when it comes to some of these states. It is as close, it's 99.9% in some of these states. 
All right, so I'll, I'll walk through this. Now, we got to keep track of this. So are you going to write this down, or, or we need somebody, a listener, to write this down? No, I'll write it down. I'll be curious to see what we go. Now, are you when you did this before, did you tie any of these bets to parlays, or were these just straight-up independent bets? Well, it's these are all, obviously, prop bets, so we would just do individual prop bets. But you okay. can parlay them okay, if you want. Right. Um, so I'll just go through this in no particular order. Uh, no particular order. Now, why don't I start with the... Should I start with the, the, the bets you should make that I think are, or should I start with the bets you shouldn't make? The safest or the worst? Yeah, what do you want? Let's do the safest. Safe. All right. So the, the cash money out of the way. All right. So this is kind of obvious here if you follow politi- politics even a little bit, just casually. And I, I'm on the sidelines. I worry. I'm a sports guy. I mean, that's my, my passion. But how can you not? The NBA has become a political party recently. So there's like the is it the third or the fourth political party. I don't know. So I, sports, are, <laughs> sports and politics are intertwined, yeah. uh, which is a mistake. But they've decided to go down that road. So as a sports talk show host, we have to pay attention. All right. So if you want to make money, and this goes for Democrats or Republicans, there are a few states where Donald Trump is guaranteed, guaranteed to win. The most obvious one is Alabama. All right. Now, you can bet on this state-by-state state props. They are available. you got to shop around. Um, they're not available everywhere. I will tell you, you got to look a little bit. Uh, but Alabama, Trump, is there any way that Alabama would vote for Joe Biden? No. No, no way, no right? Chance. Yeah, the Republican nominee has won Alabama by 20 points since the 2004 election. And in 2016, uh, Trump won by 28%. That's a pretty big gap there Yeah, in Alabama. Now, I'm going to throw Texas out here. Some people think Texas might be in play. I don't believe it. I don't buy it. Some people say it's a swing state, and you know, people are yapping about that. Now, this is not as big a guarantee as Alabama, but I find it hard to believe, based on some of the comments of Joe Biden and his people in the weeks up to the election involving anti-gun positions and uh, fracking, which seem to be, I know it's cliche, but seem to be very important issues to the people of Texas. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm wrong, uh, but I think that's, I mean, come on. Yeah. Right. Uh, how about South Carolina? That's another one. South Carolina minus 1600 going red. Yeah. I mean, you're not getting value on that, but you win a little, bet a lot, win a little with very little chance of actually losing. Like, to put this in any kind of sports context, yeah, this would be the equivalent of Kansas City and the New York Jets. You're betting the Kansas City money line. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. You have a 20 point favorite. You have a 20-point favor. You're just betting the money line. You just have to win the game. Yeah. You just have to show up, win the game, make sure you show up on time. Don't don't be all staggered and drunk and play the game. You're going to win. Yeah. Uh, so South Carolina's that. Oklahoma, again, oil industry. Boom right? sooner. You know, the oil industry is big in Oklahoma, and uh, Joe Biden's anti-oil. Uh, he's been very clear about that. Oh, I don't think he's been clear, but he's he's <laughs> talked out of both sides of his mouth. So you, know, you have to decide. And um you know, say what you want about Trump, but he's been very supportive of the uh, the oil industry. So you got to say Oklahoma was on that list. Any other states? Uh, those are my. Yeah. T- so there's a couple other ones that jumped out to me. Um, South Dakota is minus sixty six hundred 
for okay. Republican. I don't know anything about South Dakota politics. But. Yeah, that's oil, though. <laughs> okay. Um, Tennessee is uh, is minus 5,000. Uh, I don't know, though. A lot of Californians moving to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, California liberals moving to Tennessee. I don't know. Utah is minus 5,000. Yeah, Utah is one where you would assume... Yeah, that would be that would be a stutter. Yeah, Trump doesn't win Utah. Um, I think I told you the other one off the air. Idaho, Idaho is minus ten thousand. Oh, is that right? Yeah, don't a lot of police go to Idaho? It's yeah. like uh, retired police, right? Yeah. They go to retire to Idaho, get off the grid, that yep. kind of thing. Yeah, go to hunt and the whole nine yards. So yeah, so Oklahoma and Idaho are probably your pick, your your biggest chalk on favorites to win. You ever been to Idaho, by the way? I've never been to Idaho. I have, yeah. Is it good? Is it nice? Is, is, I, assume it's, I assume it's just like Washington State or something. It's the same geographical area, like when you get outside in the boondocks and all that. You'd have yeah. fun. That's what I, was, I think we asked, or someone asked us this back during the summertime if you hunt. But if you hunt, like I think you'd have a really good time out there. Well, I hunt, and uh, I caught a uh, certain steak that's uh, in my freezer mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. It was a good catch. Mm-hmm. Caught it. Yeah. Caught it. Caught it. Caught it. Caught it. Yeah. All right. Now, if you're a Republican, you want to win money, bet on a Democrat to uh, win uh, the presidential election we're focusing on. on. Yeah. Well, again, this is, as you said, Chiefs, Jets, this is the opposite for the Democrats, for Joe Biden. California. Yeah. <laughs> California. Uh, there is no way uh, that Donald Trump wins California. That is guaranteed to go. In, in fact, if Trump won California, that would be the single biggest political upset of all time. People think his 2016 election win was the biggest upset of all time. No. If Trump were to win California... <laughs> That would be no. It's Joe Biden's gonna win. I, what are the odds on? I don't even have that in front of me here. But that's come on. Uh, for California to go Democrat, it would be minus. Oh wow, actually minus four thousand for a Democrat to win it, and Republican one thousand. That's actually uh, that, not as strong as I thought it would be. Now the other one that's obvious is New York, New York, the Big Apple, right? Yeah. Even though Trump's there from New York, New York, he's moved to Florida, yeah. but. Yeah, there's very, not very little. There's no chance Trump's going to lose New York, right? That's not New York. That's is, not a play. New York is minus twenty nine hundred going blue. All right, uh, then uh, the other one for Biden, I would assume, because of his history politically, would be Delaware. No, oh, yeah. That's right, how could how the hell could Joe Biden lose Delaware? Yeah, he was the senator for like. Ever, my entire life up until 10 years ago, he was the senator in Delaware. I'm not kidding, by the way. Yeah. Up until he became the vice president of the United States, he was the senator from the time I was born until he became the vice president, wow. which is insane to me. Yeah. I had to look, uh, I had to look something up because you mentioned California, and I found this online, and it said that uh, outside of 1964, California was primarily a Republican state. Until 1992, when Bill Clinton won it, how wild and, is that? And then it just has completely gone the other way. <laughs> it's gone straight blue. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I got one more on the Biden. If you want to win money on this, and our friends listening in Minnesota, yeah, right. That's you think that Biden's got to take Minnesota, don't you? I mean, that's it seems that way. They uh, the, the dude, old, there's there's. Uh, he he's not a big favorite in Minnesota. He's only minus three sixty. 
In but Min- Minnesota, I read the, the, the. I was doing some research, guess, because I'm a loser. Yeah. And I do political research for a dumb podcast. But uh, that Minnesota has voted blue, other than uh, Richard Nixon in 1972, he won there. Yeah. But other than that, Minnesota has voted blue since JFK in 1960. Wow. So uh, it's Tricky Dick and nobody else that they've supported on the Republican side in the state of Minnesota. Well, overall. don't forget the riots, though, during the summertime. Riots, yeah, and then you yeah. get the city council members that have actually asked for defunding of the police, and then they get private security. Um, you might get some people a little pissed off and going the other way, just out of spite. Now, the worst states that are completely a toss-up, that if you, this is real gambling. Yeah. Arizona. Yeah. Who the fuck knows what they're going to do in Arizona? No idea. Half the people think Biden's going to win. Half the people think Trump's going to win. Arizona does have a history of uh, being a red state. Uh, But I don't know, man. There's like, yeah, a lot of Californians moved to Arizona. Which is wild. You move away from what you didn't like only to vote the same way. It's like the guy I told you, I was in line at Walmart returning something. This guy was behind me from Texas and he, he was complaining. He was visiting family in California and he's like, you know, lifetime Texan. Like the whole, he might as well be wearing a cowboy hat and boots. And he's giving me this whole rap about how, you know, it sucks. All these people from California moving to Texas and they're voting the same way they did in California. Now Texas is turning like California and he's <laughs> complaining and all this. Give me this, and I was like, "All right, dude. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. I, but I was, you know, calm down. I, I'm not. I'm not living in Texas, man. I'm not voting that way. I didn't do that. How about yeah. North Carolina? North Carolina looks like it has the the biggest split. North Carolina yeah. both ways is minus one fifteen, blue or red. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. South Carolina's red, and uh, North Carolina's up in the air. Why would that be, though? It's the Carolinas. Why would one of the Carolinas be one way and the other one up in the air? I don't know. That's a good question. It's weird. Strange. What's in the water? How about Wisconsin, the state my my younger brother lives in? He's on Team Blue, and that's that's in the air. That's a toss-up state, right? Yeah. That's that's in play. That could go either way. Yeah, Wisconsin, Democrat, minus 300, Republican, plus 220. Holy then shit. You, Wyoming's minus 10,000 for Trump. Is that right? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's only seven people that live in the state. So they, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that's good, that's wow. great. Wow. How about Iowa? They got all those independent voters in Iowa? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they're really split all the way around. What are our friends in Iowa do here? Yeah. You know, I was shocked to see, based on, on this with the Electoral College, but the popular vote is pretty tight too. Like it has Biden winning minus five fifty, but Trump plus three fifty. That's that's pretty d- damn good odds. All right. So so again, just to recap though, and we'll move on to some other. I have some other odds here in front. I did a lot of research here, guess again. I'm a <laughs> I'm a loser. I am a freaking loser. All right. So my safest bet on Biden, guaranteed to win money. Maller guarantee. You should never take advice from a podcaster or overnight radio guy. California, New York, Delaware for Biden. Yeah. Oh, and, and Maryland. Then, Maryland too. Okay, uh, you put Maryland. That's your. You're putting Maryland. I got California, New York, Delaware for Biden. Yeah. For Trump, Alabama, South Carolina, and Oklahoma, Oklahoma, and Idaho. 
Okay. Idaho and so Oklahoma are both minus Keep track of this. We'll see how we do. All right. We'll see how we do on that. Uh, and, you know, we'll, uh, we'll move on. All right, so I have some other props here, some other props on this. Uh, I, I don't think we, should, we need to do the – they have the state-by-state state electoral college props. No, fuck that. <laughs> That's way too – I mean, that will be here all day. Yeah. We'll be here all day. Nobody wants that. Um, I do have here the popular vote odds. All right, which party will win the popular vote in the 2020 presidential election? election? Now, the odds I have here, uh, this is uh, from Odd Shark, are minus 550. Yeah. That the Democrats will win. Now, you understand how the odds work. So for those that don't, if the uneducated, I won't help you. That implies a, a 550, minus 550 bet implies that there's an 80 almost an 85% chance that the Democrats are going to win the popular vote. It's like uh, it's like being favored by what? Like a touchdown or eight points? Uh, that's that's more than that. That's that's like having Randy Johnson in his prime on the mound against <laughs> a team that's going to lose 100 games. That's is what that's like. Yeah. That's it's you're getting that's a big number. That's yeah. a big number. Um, but that's where it's at. You know, now, in 2016, Trump's vote count was uh, 62.9 million. Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton was at 65.8. So it was close. It was very close. Mm-hmm. Right? It was very close. Um, but will it be that close again? You know, it's, it's up in the air. And will the winner? Here's another one. Now, I'm going to vote the Democrats win the popular vote. You want to take the Republicans as an upset? No, I, I think. Uh, you're, not, you're not a sucker. Okay. No, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. All right. Uh, will the winner of the popular vote also win the Electoral College? Now, keep in mind that Trump did not win the popular vote, but he won the Electoral College. Yeah. And you don't have to win the popular vote to win the election. Yeah. People don't seem to understand that, even though we've just seen it multiple times in the last 20 years. Um, so the odds on this are minus 240, that the winner of the popular vote will also win the Electoral College. Uh, and so that's about a 70% chance. I This is actually a bet that I'll go the other way. And I'll say that... You know, if we think Trump's going to win again, that that would be a no vote because it would be the same thing as in 2016, where you get more votes on the the Democratic side, but the Republican gets the Electoral College. Yeah. See, his ground game is stronger than Biden's. He's been campaigning all over the country, which I think gives him an advantage of, of being front and center, even while being... Well, front and center, but the also also thing is that CNN has been the Donald Trump propaganda channel, even though they don't realize it, they're not that bright, but they talk about him all the time. Yeah, Every news channel, MSNBC, the people that are political, that watch these political shows, they just rant, and any publicity is good publicity. Which was so, talking about 24-7, they're talking about just Trump. Which is so odd, because they, they basically said in 2016 that Hillary dominated him in, in contributions and in fundraising, which she did. But he didn't need to raise more than her because he had the free advertising television and radio, like you just mentioned. It was wild. And I think it's the same thing now. All right, more prop bets. This is a good one because we work in sports radio and we have been inundated. We have been overwhelmed. We've been indoctrinated with vote. Get out and vote. Pete Carroll on TV with a cute commercial. LeBron James, get out and vote. Wokesters, the wokerati in the NBA with the vote on the uniforms and the whole thing. Get out and vote. Vote, 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 vote. Yeah. Percentage of voter turnout 
for the 2020 presidential election over under 60.5% of the American people will vote. Now, over is minus 150. Minus 150. Under is plus 110. What's the total again? 60.5% of the American people. And what's the... What are we as a country? Three hundred and sixty, I think we are. Uh, no, let me let me get the. I got. I have to go to the world meter on this. Um, let me go to the world meter on this. Yeah, uh, three hundred thirty-one million. Three hundred thirty-one million people. So let's do some more math. And I said there would be no math, guess God. They said there would be no math. So if I'm correct, uh, let's see, sixty percent of three hundred thirty-one. So if we're doing would six, be, if we're doing sixty one percent, it'd be two hundred and one million point or two hundred one million nine hundred ten thousand. Are you sure? I have one hundred eighty four million. That that's what I have. Well, you're doing. Oh 60%. wait, wait, am I doing it wrong? I mean, hold on a second. What, let me see. Sixty one percent of three hundred. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're right. Two hundred, two hundred one, two hundred two million, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. This is a tough one. I mean, there've been a lot of a lot of propaganda to vote. I know, but the thing, but is, I think people are lazy. I think people, a lot of people, are like you know, screw these people. I don't want to vote. Screw you. I'm not going to vote. Who but, cares? But see, here's the thing: mail-in voting. Yeah, that's true. That's an equalizer. And there's that's nothing else to do right now because of COVID. Yeah, but it takes effort to fill out a ballot and mail it in, right? It takes effort. People are lazy. Human nature. People are lazy. Yeah. Right? And a lot of people don't care. I mean, we think these political people think everyone's all upset. You know, these athletes think everyone's all a lot of people don't give a shit. Yeah. Athletes don't vote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, as we learned, as the, many of them were not even registered to vote. Because yeah. who, who cares? You know, and then yeah. uh, I, I think the less likely to vote would be the the up and comers that are just able to like the 18 to 24 year olds. I disagree. I think when you first, it was, well, I grew up in a family that kind of cared about politics, but it was like a big deal. Your first presidential election when you turn 18, that's like a big deal. You know, it was like a rite of passage. You finally get to vote for president and you know, it's a big deal. And I remember when I first did, I, I was telling my family about like how I voted and I voted, I didn't vote like political party. I went one way on certain things and one way on another. I got fucking decimated. By <laughs> it was so good. I'm like, what the fuck? You got to pick a side, man. You got to pick a side. Yeah. All right, so over. On, I'm going to take the under. I'm gonna, I'm not going to believe in the American people. I'm going to say, I'll say it's like 55%, but it's not going to be over 60%. So I'll take the uh, under Total voter voter turnout. Easy for me to say. Uh, I'm going to take the plus one ten as a value play. Uh, you want in on this, Gascon? I'm going to I'm going to take the over. I wow. think the optimistic Pollyanna Gascon. Yeah, I just think. Yeah, I think we're to have more engagement this year than than we have before, and. Well, I agree. We'll have more, but we can have more and not hit that sixty percent threshold. It's a large number. That's a big number, man. That's a massive country, 330 million people. And this is assuming that that ballots that do get sent in a little bit later counted, too. Now, do we count in the 60% the people that are going to vote three or four times? (laughs) Does that count as part of the 60%? I don't know. How does that work? Uh, Well, if we count them, we have to count the dead. (laughs) <laughs> to count the, well, that's Chicago politics, uh, politics, right? That's Chicago <laughs> politics. Uh, all right, here's another one. Voter turnout for 2020 election over under 149.5 million voters. 
149. So this, if you vote over, then you're going to, on the first one, you got to vote over on this, don't you? I think so, yeah. I think it's safe to say. Uh, I'll take the under. I don't believe in people. I don't bet on people. I'll take the under. <laughs> At least when it comes to this. <laughs> will, uh, will Trump lose every state he lost in 2016? No, definitely not. Now, yes is minus 210, though. So you're going to take no at plus 170. Yeah. So which state that Trump lost do you think he's going to win this election cycle? Um, do, do, well, which do, one didn't do, he win do, that's do, up for grabs right now? Do, 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 do. Uh, I don't have the list in front of me here. Yeah. Um, states that Trump lost in 2020. Um, or in 2016. Hold on, I can get it. I think I get it. I got a link here. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can get this up. I have a uh, couple political sites that I go to. Uh, let's see. Man. Well, Trump you know, you know what? I, man. All right, he... I, he uh, I think he's going to win. I think he's going to win Minnesota. Okay, so here are the, I have the list. Here are the states Trump lost in 2016. New Hampshire, yeah. Minnesota, Nevada... Maine, Colorado, and Virginia. Yeah. So I Nevada would be Nevada and New Hampshire are very close. I mean, all those were pretty close. Yeah. Uh within th- you know, a few hundred thousand votes or actually in the case of Maine, how about Maine? Our friends in the great state of Maine, it was like less than or a little over two thousand votes. Yeah. <laughs> a little over two thousand votes. New Hampshire was about three thousand. Uh, Minnesota was 40,000 votes in favor of Hillary. Uh, yeah, I, I, now that I look at the list, guess I, I agree that one of those will flip. Yeah. That whether it's Nevada or Maine, one of those will go the other way. So I'll, I'll say yes on that. That's a minus 260 I see here. Minus 260 now. The odds changing a little bit. Uh, the the gambling market, the gambling market. Uh, let's see. Will Trump win every state he won in 2016? Mm. See, that's mm. a, that one's going to be. I this think is I this think, is yes is plus 400, no is minus 700. So the gambling market tells you that they think this is he's not going to win every state. Okay, because won. last week I saw that Biden was leading in Pennsylvania, but after what went down last weekend and now into this week it shows that trump leads by three points Hmm. so i think if he loses a state of the ones that he did win i think he loses pennsylvania but i don't think he's losing florida yeah well those are the the big ones in the the uh, the Rust Belt, right? The uh, the Rust Belt, the Upper Midwest, the Dairy Belt. Yeah, (laughs) you know that's uh, but Minnesota, Wisconsin, the Dairy Belt. Those are big. Yeah, and. just having the pulse of the people from the people that call in, we have so many great listeners of Fox Sports Radio all over the country, but especially in the Midwest, the middle part of the country, I just get the sense from these people, maybe it's you know, confirmation bias because of the show, but that they're still all in on Trump and all that. Uh, but yeah, I think the smart bet would be no, because it's going to be a little bit of a change here. Like he could take Nevada, but he'll give up. Uh, you know, pick pick a state. You know, Pennsylvania. He'll give up one of those other yeah. other states. I don't so. have I don't have any friends. I think that I directly talk to that are are either moderate or red. Everyone's blue. Well, you live in California, man. What do you want? That doesn't matter. 
It does matter. I don't know. Location, location, location. Yeah. Plus, a lot of people with Trump don't want to admit it because they get shit from people if they say they support Trump. Eh. Uh, they get tagged with the isms. <laughs> I guess. You're into racism and all these. Yeah. Um, let's see. What other Trump bets? Uh, when will Trump be replaced as president? You want that one? Yeah, give me that one. Uh, 2020 is plus 1,200. Oh, 2021 is minus 150. 2022 is plus 3,300. 2023 is 3,300 plus. 2024 would be plus 5,000. 2025 or later which would seem to indicate that he will not only win this election, but then stay on after that, uh, that is plus 200. Yeah, I I just saw an, alar- an alarming prop bet, but I'll, I'll wait to get to that one. I think if he does get removed, it'll be obviously 2021. Yeah, okay. Uh, will Donald, here's a negative one, will Donald and Melania Trump be divorced by 2021? No. The gossip pages, though, guess God, yeah. those... Those tawdry gossip pages. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go no on that. I think there's a lot of bull crap. Oh, here's one. Uh, this must have been written by somebody from the, the Blue Party. Will Donald Trump be in Russia on February 1st? You can only bet yes on that at plus, plus 3,300. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it does not stop. It does uh, not stop. Uh, what else do we have? I got a few more of these here. Uh, do, do you yeah, want Do you want early presidential election candidates from 2024? Yes, yes. All let's right. do that. How about yeah. this one? For the Democratic Party, your odds-on favorite, can you guess? Oh, uh, I don't know. Cam- Kamala Harris or Kamala Harris? Or She's tied for second. Right now, the leader is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. So, she's the odds-on favorite to win the Democratic Party nomination. Oh, and be great. Can, can you guess who the Republican candidate is as leader? Oh, I have no idea with the Republicans. I, I, the, the, yeah. the odds-on favorite is Donald Trump. What? Yes. Can, oh, so they think he's going to lose this election, and then come back and run yes. again. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Nikki Haley is running second, and then John Kasich and Mark Cuban and Mike Pence are running third. Mark Cuban's not a really a Republican, though. Come on. No. Um, but Trump, that's a good play, right? Close election. Trump loses. Biden fucks up the country more over the next four years and crime runs rapid and all the taxes go up and Trump's like, hey, call me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Put me back in. That's actually a good call. I could totally people would be like, oh, I gave Biden a chance. He fucked it. But <laughs> did, didn't Biden say he's only going to run one time? I didn't. Maybe he lied. I don't know. I didn't. I read that quote that he said he was only going to be a one term president. He's not going to run for reelection because of his age. I don't remember that. But I, I remember reading that, that he's like because he's 77, right? Yeah, yeah 77. He'd be 81, 82 next time he's around. Yeah. So. so that poses my next question. And this is the one I want to hammer. This is like a this is like a field goal prop bet in the Super Bowl. But. Have you found a prop bet for Joe Biden that if he wins the election, will he or will he not serve out his complete first term? I have not. Okay. Um, that's a very ghoulish, macabre one. Uh, now, you would say he wouldn't serve his full term, not yeah. for scandal, no. but for health reasons. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, they had that before Trump got elected. They said, would he finish out his first term or would he be impeached? Yes. I I, right. I don't think if Joe Biden wins, he finishes his full first term. 
Um, yeah, I haven't really thought about it. Uh, but he's certainly. You look tape of Biden when he still had his fastball. Yeah, you know, years. I mean, he was so sharp and you know, political hacks though. But he yeah. he was on his game. He was good. He yeah. was good at politics. He sucks now. He's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> he's like weekend at Bernie's. Uh, but hey, he's got a chance to be the president. Um, what other problem? I got U.S. Senate control. Start of the 117th Congress. I think I think the Republicans are keeping the Senate. Democrats are actually favored. The gambling market. Democrats are minus one eighty. Oh wow! Minus one eighty favorite for the Democrats to control the Senate. So if you get Biden and Democrats controlling the Senate, well, they control all three. All three. Uh, yeah. All three. Because you uh, have the House of Representatives. How's that going? How's that going to go? I think that goes blue. Okay. Uh, so wait, you said no. You said you hope it goes red, but now you said blue. No, no, for the Senate. Oh, for the Senate. Yes. So you think the Senate goes, which is what they're saying, the Democrats minus 180. All right. Um, what, what, what are Republicans on that? Republicans on the Senate are plus 135. Wow. That's not. Plus 135. Oh. You, don't, you don't like that? Eh. Eh, not something I put money on. It's a 42% chance the Republicans will win the uh, Senate, have the control, the balance of power, no. if you will, in their favor. Um. Oh, here's one. Will Donald Trump be kicked off Twitter before 2021? <laughs> no. Now, this is, I've heard this, that if Trump's no longer president, he will be kicked off Twitter. This will be like the magnum opus of the, the, uh, the dopes that run Twitter that they'll uh, find, you know, oh, he's not president. We're going to kick him off. <laughs> you know, uh, but if he wins, I don't, I don't really think he can really kick the president off Twitter. So uh, this really depends if you think Trump's going to lose or not. Yes is plus 800. No is minus 2,500. The counter argument, as as much as the, was it that Dorsey guy? Is that the guy's name? Jack Dorsey, yeah. Jack Dorsey, yeah. And um, he's kind of changed his appearance. He looks like Jesus all of a sudden. Have you seen the, the photo of him this week? Uh, yeah, he looks homeless, yes. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of these double-edged swords things. Like, politically, the people that run Twitter obviously uh, cannot stand Republicans and hate Republicans, and they try to block Republicans and all that. They're enemies of, of Republicans. But Trump's good for Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this. I mean, the fact that every news organization is quoting what Trump said on Twitter, that's, a, that's wonderful. It's free advertising, endless free advertising. Yeah. Why would you give that up? And even when he's no longer president, you're still, you, you look at this, you're like, hey, uh, you know, he's still the former president. Yeah, it's, it's the engagements, right? Because no matter what he tweets, there's always people responding to something. Yeah. I just realized, I guess, Gunn, a little voice in my head uh, just pointed out that We've gotten so carried away with this that we've gone way further than we were supposed to go <laughs> on this podcast. That we, we were, <laughs> we're just a couple of hacks, uh, and we've we've completely blown the clock. So much for being on time, Mather, by the clock, for the clock, plausibly all about the clock. All right. So how about this? Because I have I have a little something that I have acquired for our our live streaming Benny versus the Penny purposes. Okay, How which about- is available, by the way, uh, Friday night, 9.30 in the West, and after the witching hour, 12.30 in the East, we'll have Benny versus the Penny. If if we can get someone to do a parlay with, like, let's say five five picks, and then tweet you a picture of it, um, we'll put that on the show, and we'll find a way to put that person on Benny versus the Penny for a segment. <laughs> 
Yeah, and if you want to play along, I know this is a podcast, and one of the things I love about the podcast is you can listen whenever. One of the things I hate about it, we don't get real-time feedback. So if you want to play this little game, you heard our bets on the election. If you want to write down your bets, but you got to email them to me before the election. Don't don't be one of these uh, retrospect guys, or these uh, hindsight 2020 guys after the election. Oh, I bet on that. I knew. I bet. I got everything right. No, don't do that. Yeah. So but I like, I like your idea. If you could bet a, like a five-leg parlay on the Biden states and the Trump states that are guaranteed, how do you lose that? I mean, I guess there's always a chance, but man, it'd be crazy. Yeah, so, All right. so to recap, you have for Republicans, you go Alabama, Texas, yeah. South Carolina, Oklahoma. I also added Idaho because of the same odds as Oklahoma. For Democrats and Biden, you go California, New York, Delaware, Delaware. and then I added uh, Maryland because it's pretty high uh, for him as well. Popular vote, you went Democrat. Yep. Um, You went under the total vote, which is under 60.5%. And also under the total 149, over under 149 and a half million Americans, right? I went under on that. Yes. So, okay. And you went over? Yes. Very optimistic, Gascon. Yeah. What happened? I don't, I don't know. I'm going to tell your dad, man. You're going to get in trouble. This is not very 2020 of me, I guess. I'm going to tell on you, man. I'm going <laughs> I'm I'm to snitch. I'm going to do it. Yeah. All right. Well, now we'll have no time for the other podcast. But that's fine. I mean, that's fine. I'm okay with that, right? I'm, I'm fine with that, you know? This is good. I, this is exciting. We're, we're excited about the election, right? We're going get, to get out and vote. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> now, does, that, does that mean we have to do some, like, pearl clutching and, like, take a selfie All right. with a vote? All right. One, one more prop bet. One more prop okay, before we get out of here. Over under how many write-in votes yours truly gets. I've already gotten two. I know. I've already had two people that have sent me their vote that they have written my name in. Ed from Spokane and the Blind Scott Hotties have voted for me as their president, their commander-in-chief. So we've got two. Not that we should encourage this, and we're certainly not, but we know there are plenty of Malheur Militia people that, are, that have fully taken the Kool-Aid. We love you. Yeah. You know, they're drinking the purple Kool-Aid. So I'm going to say I get, I think I've got three more votes. Yeah, I was going to say six total. I can get to five. I think there's three more people I can get that are P1s that don't give a shit about politics and just as a lark, like because people are pressuring them to vote. And yeah. so like, okay, I'll vote. I'll vote for Maller. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to vote? You didn't tell me who to vote for. I'll vote for Maller. Yeah. So that, so. so that means you'd probably get these people from either California, New York, Massachusetts, or I think those are it. You think those are the, well, no, I can do big in Texas. I, we do big in Minnesota. What? Maine, we do very well in Maine, but those states yeah. are questionable. Those are like top. Oh, states okay. Right oh, now. so you're not supposed. Yeah, only if you're in a state which is already decided and your vote's completely irrelevant. Can okay. you vote for Maller? Yeah. That's it. Damn. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here. Guess. All right. Uh, thank you. All right. Uh, appreciate it. Good luck. Oh, we'll be uh, back on Saturday and Sunday. Benny versus the Penny. Again, most people listen to this podcast prior to late Friday night. So Benny versus the Penny, Friday night, tonight, 9.30 in the West in the Pacific time zone. And then at 12.30 a.m. past the witching hour, in the middle of the witching hour. Uh, and that'll be obviously after midnight, early Saturday morning. Have a great day today. And go Team Red, go Team Blue. Uh, just uh, try not to burn down the country, please. Have a uh, wonderful, wonderful day. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. 
Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Juan Gabriel, Juan Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota, Christina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story from rags to riches and all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez and I'm Joseph Carrillo and we're the host of Becoming an Icon season two. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see... See what music does to people. 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.